but okay, people, it's me. And no, it's not from Vegas. Not in Vegas yet. We're running into some technical difficulties for Vegas. Hopefully we can get them all worked out. And um, so I'm doing this one just in case. I'll probably do a couple today. Um, anyway, we were on uh, self-improvement month, but uh, this is kind of an odd self-improvement topic, but um, it's one that a lot of people talk to me about. And uh, I think a lot of us, or most of us, have had some kind of struggle with with this yeah, sometime in our life, um, be it perceived by somebody else as that way or not. Um, you know, the cool kids in high school, the geeks sat around and didn't have confidence and and assumed that the cool kids and the jocks and all of them had the confidence of the world because he was the quarterback for the football team or something. Which a lot of the times was very untrue. While they had this outside confidence, it wasn't true confidence, and we'll talk about what that means. And a little bit about... The, really, truly, the only way to be... Uh, confident in, in yourself is the secret that I'll give out today um, most people don't have true confidence and um, today I will reveal exactly how to get that so buckle in and uh Get ready to go to From Geek to Chic or something, okay? So, really, I think the question is uh, that we have to ask ourselves about an issue that we're having, so lack of self-confidence, which truly is probably the center of most core issues that I deal with stems from this and it's because of lack of self worth um, which translates into the confidence which translates into the not having those issues but so we have to ask ourselves if we take it from the very beginning when we have a problem, we have to ask. We have to ask ourselves about. First, we ask ourselves about that question, that problem. So, that's how I like to start. That allows me to realize there is a problem. Say it out loud. And ask it in question form. In question form, leaves it so it's not definitively. So we don't give ourselves a negative, definitive answer. 
And what that means is, I'm fat today, or I'm fat. Okay, that's a, that's a definitive negative connotation. So, but it's, it's definitive. It says I am and then whatever it is. And this makes it seem to the human brain that there's no possible way for any change to happen. It's too definitive. So a better way to put that would be, I'm feeling fat today. You see how that sounds a whole bunch of difference? It gives it a non-definitive, the future can change. Um, but it's just today, and I'm just feeling that way. It's not I am. So, in a question, a question leads to the mind thinking of there is options. Um, I don't know. That's why I ask. And hence, why you start off with it because you don't know. So, if we have, if we're addressing the confidence issue. We would address it to something like, how are we supposed to be confident about something when you have nothing to feel confident about? Okay. For, you know, like, how are you supposed to be confident in a new job, right? If you get a new job, if you've never done this type of work before. How are you supposed to be confident in that, you know? Or in social situations when you've never made a friend in your life before? Or they're all brand new people. Or in, you know, how do you become confident in your relationships when uh, you've never dated anyone before, you know? And confidence appears to be in an area where it seems like the rich get richer and the poor get lonelier and poorer, you know. And they stay losers and whatnot. Now, if you're always lost in life, Okay, lost in life. Not meaning, just meaning you don't know where to go. How would you ever expect to be a winner at that game? And if you've never expected to be a winner, then you're going to act like a loser. Thus, that is what we call the cycle of suckage. Because it sucks. Now, We're definitely not all winners, so don't start saying that and not keeping score in soccer games, please. That's not what I'm saying directly. So, this little conundrum, if you will, that we sit in is the confidence conundrum, right? Um, we're in, in order for us to be happy or loved or successful... You have to be confident. But in order to be confident, 
you first need to be happy or loved or successful. And around and around, round and round. What goes around comes around. So we sit in this conundrum, right? This cycle of suckage. Okay. And so being stuck in this cycle, this see, I, I like to put them in two loops. Okay? Two loops, two loops, fruit loops, three loops. Okay, we've got a a loser loop. Okay, loser loop. And then we have Well, we know what we have the other one is. It's the non-loser loop or the confident okay and if you're in the loser loop loser um, well it seems almost damn near impossible to get out of this loop 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 it's like a dog chasing its own tail you know or Domino's ordering a pizza from itself for the most part But maybe we're we're going to uh, we're going about this all wrong. Maybe the confidence con conundrum isn't really a conundrum at all. Okay, so if we pay close attention, we can learn a few things about confidence, and I'll tell you how to do it. If you simply start observing people okay this is something I've done since before high school I would sit and watch human behavior in its forms and wow you learn quite a bit not being able to speak to them just by watching them. It's pretty fascinating. But let's break this down to how it works. Just because somebody has something, like a ton of friends, or a million dollars, or a bitchin' rad surfer body, now that doesn't necessarily mean that that person is confident. There's business tycoons out there who lack confidence in their own wealth, Trump. Okay. You think he's got confidence with that hair? Not really in the inside. Uh, the, another really good one are models. They lack, they, you know, these are the girls, the, the girls try to be and and these girls lack confidence in their own looks celebrities are the same way so you have to really think 
about and if those are all true and those are the people that we thought were the most confident then we might not know what confidence is at all but as I say if you don't know what something is then make an exhaustive list of what it's not and then whatever's left over is inherently has to be what it is so if I'm talking to you now and you don't have this self-confidence and we just decided that if you don't know it, how are you supposed to be it? Or even know what to look for? Well, this is where it becomes telling you it's what it's not. And so we have to first realized that of all these celebrities and all this who we thought that most confident people are not then we have to come to a realization that confidence is not necessarily linked to any external marker okay Rather, our confidence in ourselves is rooted, and I'll get this, in our perception of ourselves. We perceive ourselves to be this way. And that's regardless of any tangible external reality. And what I mean by that is that if the people that you thought were the most confident are not, which is true then your perception of that is skewed hence your perception of yourself is skewed and that has nothing to do with the external tangible reality the real reality Okay, so perceived perception of oneself, and I can't stress this enough. Uh, this is the number one, number one by far, biggest issue that most people have. This one issue, core issue, causes problems in 75% of humans that exist today. It's a big number, people. It is the self, lack of self-worth, self-confidence. All this is wrapped up into one, but it is the number one problem that we have.
and I'm going to tell you how to fix it. This is the secret that will pop out today. But this the secret's simple, people. But not yet. Not yet. You have to wait a little longer on this. So, because our confidence isn't necessarily linked to any external, tangible measurement, okay, we can conclude that improving the external, tangible aspects of our lives won't necessarily build confidence. You follow? So chances are that if you've lived more than, let's say, a couple decades, you've experienced this in some form or another right in front of your eyes. Getting a promotion at work, okay? That doesn't necessarily make you more confident in your professional abilities. I mean, in fact, it can often make you feel less confident. I mean, now you've got more responsibility and all this, and maybe they moved you to a department you don't know, and now it's all foreign to you. That's not good for some people. Um, another one would be dating or sleeping with more people. Just because you date and you sleep around your little hole doesn't necessarily make you feel more comfortable about your looks. Okay. Sometimes it says how ugly you are on the inside. So eat some makeup, you ugly insiders. But um, moving in with your partner or getting married doesn't necessarily make you feel better or more confident about that relationship. Matter of fact, most of the time, a lot of the time, it is a desperate marriage proposals or a desperate uh, thing done out of being scared or feeling not confident about the relationship and wanting to finalize it some way. And so this is the biggest way to do that. So that's why over 50% of all marriages fail. Or that's why the divorce rate is 50%. Anyway, numbers don't lie. They just don't tell the whole truth. So you remember me saying all the time, Fuck your feelings. Yep. That's what it comes down to again. Fuck your feelings. Fuck me. Fuck this. Fuck that. Fuck. Confidence. Confidence is a feeling, people. And this is the issue. Confidence is a feeling. It's an emotional state. 
and his state of mind. Did you get that? It's a feeling. An emotional state and a state of mind. It's mind power. So, confidence is a feeling. It's an emotional state in a state of mind. So, to sum it all up, in a way, it's the perception that you lack nothing. You see? That you are equipped with everything you need in both now and in the future. That's confidence. Feeling a state of mind, an emotional state, that of which is a perceived notion of you lacking nothing of now and in the future. Now I'll relate that statement back to the previous examples that we used before. A person confident in their social life will feel as though they lack nothing in that social life. A person with no confidence in their no confidence in their social life believes that they lack the prerequisites of coolness to be invited to a party, a, a party. And I mean a, a party, like an A. The A crowd. So they lack the, the core, the prerequisite of being cool to even be invited into anyone's pizza party. Everybody wants a pizza party. Everybody wants to be somebody. I mean, the song's about it. Raving in the 90s, if you didn't know. I think that's a 90s one. Everybody wants a pizza party. Okay. It's this perception of lacking something that drives their needy, clingy, and usually a dash of mean in their mean behavior. So when we look at that equation and we say, how do we solve this? It might seem that it's rather fundamental it is rather obvious to the confidence conundrum that it's simply 
start believing that you lack nothing. That you already have. Or at least, well, you deserve it. And you, you take whatever it is that you need to make you feel confident. And you do that. I call it tricking yourself into something. And we trick other people. I trick other people all the time. With many different ways of things. But I do it to myself all the time too. I know myself well enough that I can trick myself into thinking some way or another. This podcast being one of them. So you have to trick yourself into thinking a different way. But this sort of thinking, believing you're a raving success, even though you're only profitable, your only profitable business venture was selling weed back in high school. Yep, you're talking to him. And um, this inherently leads to the kind of insufferable narcissism that causes people to feel it's totally okay to carve their name into the Roman Colosseum when they're there, traveling across the world. Because, you know, selfies. So, this, you see, we have a problem with this. There's a hole. You're going to realize soon that it doesn't work. That just because they think that way doesn't mean it's so. When he says make it so, he means make it so, not make it, I think so. I think so doesn't get you anywhere, except for in the beginning. So, let's make it so, not I think so. So I'll continue. So you're going to realize that this tricking of oneself doesn't work. And you have to take a different approach. And I call this different approach incremental external improvement. Okay? This is, for instance, what they would do. They read articles that tell them 
the top 50 things that confident people do. Okay? And then they try to do those things. They start to exercise. They start to spend money on clothes. Um, they start to make more eye contact. Um, practice firmer handshakes when they're at work or in any kind of social situation. Now this admittedly is a good start. Okay? It's a step above simply believing that you are it. You're actually doing something about it. And those are the th some of the right things to do. You need that in your tool belt. So, doing something about it is better than not doing anything about it. But it only lasts a little while this way. Because ultimately, this type of thinking only focuses on the external sources of confidence. And if you remember, earlier we derived your self-confidence or deriving your self-confidence from the external world or for the world around you is very short-lived and at its best it's completely a delusional at its worst it's completely delusional at its at its best it's short-lived it works for a little while so you're saying Osiris you're telling me what you haven't told me anything you've told me a bunch of shit about what it is what it couldn't be or what it isn't uh, short lived answers no one likes a short dick man no one likes a short answer okay well, then I'll give you it. You want it, and I'll give it to you. But when I tell you, I don't want to hear, oh, come on. No, that all come on means I'm so dumb I couldn't think of it. Okay? That's what your all come on is going to be in your head. So when I give you this answer and you're like, oh, shit, that's all. Don't forget, I'm the one that told you. That means you didn't know. And if that's all it was, and you couldn't think of it, then don't give me a hard time about it. I'm giving you the answer. Okay? Now, are you ready? Are you ready for this? the answer now for all of you that are contently listening on the edge of your seat just like that lion song and um, everybody else on the planet this is one of those times when a tidbit of information is coming from the other side 
that could change human existence in one sentence. But why it doesn't is it because just because I told you doesn't mean A, you're going to believe it, B, you're going to do anything about it. So if 70% of the people have an issue that I'm going to give the answer to, 50% of those people don't do anything about it. The other 20 don't believe it. And so, you you know, the rest are anomalies and some some confident people so where do you want to be at want to be up here with us or down there with the sheeple so here goes from me to you how to solve all your problems in one sentence not all of them but you know what I mean The only way to be truly confident is to simply become comfortable with what you lack. I'm going to say that one more time. The only way to be truly confident is to simply become comfortable with that of which you lack. Now, let me let that sink in a little bit. Let the naysayers nay, nay. Okay, it's then the people that are getting it now, it's starting to sink in. And the other people that have to throw some tomatoes down on the floor and stomp on them to catch up. So, and for any of you peons that are thinking that what I just said was, isn't that what you said before? You're not listening. One is tricking yourself into thinking that you're doing something. Remember, we said that doesn't last long. That's very different than being confident in, or being, yeah, confident. Wait, confidence is simply the uh, becoming comfortable with that of which you lack. Let's say, I'm going to give an example of what the statement is. Here, let me put it this way. The big charade with confidence is that it has nothing to do with being comfortable in what we have achieved and everything to do with being comfortable 
in what we haven't achieved. Um, people, you should be wowing right now. So be comfortable in what it is that you haven't done not what you've already done if you've already done it then you pretty much already have the confidence in it because you've done it or you need lack, lack of it you don't need to concentrate on it but the real killer becomes the things of which you lack and the confidence that you have there so if you're comfortable in what you haven't achieved then it becomes powerful and this might sound like a double speak lawyer speak in a way well what confident I'll give some more examples so you understand People who are confident in business are confident because they're comfortable with failure. And why I say that is I've got four businesses. I've had failure. I still started cold. What it is is you have to know failure first so you know how to overcome it later or how to do how to prepare for it so that you don't have it but you have to know what it is so you have to fail you have to know what failure is once you know what failure is then you can prepare to not have it but if you've always won, if you're always a winner, then you don't know what failure is or what it feels like. And you suddenly fail, you are better. That's still, it's just pretty much flat out the worst thing you can feel. Some people never recover from it. Why? Because they went too long thinking everybody's a winner. Soccer game people. No one is a winner all the time. Or should be. That's why I'm telling you people. No, keep scoring your soccer games. We're not all winners. We do lose. But we need to figure out what it feels like to lose. And then we make our changes. And then we try to make sure that doesn't happen again. People who are confident, like I said, in business are confident because they're comfortable with failure. They realize that failure is simply a part of the learning. 
how their markets work, how it's a reflection of their lack of knowledge, not a reflection of who they are as a person. Follow me? It is a part of life. It is a part of your lack of knowledge, meaning your ignorance. You, oh, I don't know that. You can't know everything, but you can strive to know everything. And as long as you realize that you do not know everything, being comfortable in that, being comfortable in the lack of knowledge, that that is not a reflection of who you are as a person. Uh, we don't know most of the things in the world. If we thought we were all, all of us thought we were dumbasses, then the world would be full of really a lot of dumb dumbasses. We have to be confident. I don't know everything. I like to learn, and I strive for that. People who are confident in social, uh, social lives are confident because they're comfortable with rejection. Okay? You get comfortable with rejection and understand how it feels and make it your friend. Snuggle up, to snuggle fuck it at night. Then you're going to know what it feels like inside and out. And um, once you're comfortable with that, they're not afraid of rejection because they're comfortable with people not liking them as long as they're expressing themselves honestly. See how that works? People who are confident in, let's say, their relationships are confident because they're comfortable with getting hurt. They're not afraid of being too vulnerable and telling someone how they feel and then establish strong boundaries around those feelings, even if it means being uncomfortable for leaving a bad relationship. And that's a big one, people. That's a big one. And I'll repeat that one because it is a big one. And it all starts with being comfortable with rejection. If it's kind of like if you're a stud in high school, and uh, you know that was pre-puberty, you know, you're all good looking and shit, and then you grow up and, damn, what happened? You know, you seen those people? Yeah. So people who are confident in their social lives are confident only because they're comfortable with this rejection. They're not afraid of rejection because they're comfortable with people not liking them. They're used to it as long as they're expressing themselves in an honest way. As long as they're being themselves. Okay, so people in, hence, who are confident in their relationships are confident because they're comfortable with getting hurt. They're not afraid to be vulnerable and tell 
someone how they feel and establish a strong boundaries around those feelings okay even if it means being uncomfortable and leaving a bad relationship but that first part if you heard me tell over and over again about this pain about this pain and here it works back into just what I've been saying They have to be comfortable with rejection or pain. Because you have to get hurt, people. It's why we teach through pain. Because it's better, see? Even everything that I say, it can revolt back to it just like this. Teach through pain. Pain is the best way that to learn something it's through that pain that brings you out totally makes you get comfortable with it and then allows you to be confident about it it's all full circle people giving you the answers giving you the answers now let's see what you do with them The truth is that the route to positive, well, to the positive, runs through the negative. So to get to the positive, you have to go through the negative. Those who are among us who are the most comfortable with negative experiences are those who reap the most benefits. Okay. Those, and I just did one on struggle people. It's all about the struggle, bitches. You remember that? I got two of those. It's all about the struggle. Here we are again. The struggle. You, the truth is that the route to positive runs through the negative those among us who are the most comfortable with negative experiences are those who reap the biggest rewards because it doesn't slow them down as much as somebody who's used to winning all the time then loses and for them to get back up is really hard somebody who's used to losing all the time used to feeling that way they're on their climb up to being winner and a little more loss is no big deal but then winning because you're sitting there stupefied by a loss or stupefied by something you're just getting run past by the geek okay they're coming through watch out you're still trying to figure out what happened and why does it feel like this and this and that and nothing. And meanwhile, the same person or the person in the same situation or in the same race who is the geek is now going to win the race because you're sitting there looking at yourself going, what the fuck happened?
So you gotta trample through some shit to get to the cow pad. You know, the, the cow paddy just get the cows. You gotta get the broth to get the boobies. Okay? Now, they say it's counterintuitive, but it's also true. We often worry that if we become comfortable in f our own failures, that if we accept failure as an inevitable part of living, that we will become failures. But I'm sorry to tell you, my friends, all my naysayers, nay, all the ones that believe in a different way of thinking, of the wrong way of different way of thinking, all of these psychologists, psychologists, smartest, doesn't matter how smart you are. And many people in the scientific, psychological community are going to say this. That what I'm saying is untrue because, or not good for somebody, because you're getting them used to failure, therefore their mind will think they're a failure, and therefore they will fail. Now remember what we had set up before, that the state of mind, right? The tricking of oneself, the, that whole thing. So, like I said, people say it's counterintuitive, but it's, but it's also true. We often worry that if we become comfortable in our own failures, that if we accept failure as in it, we need to accept it as an inevitable part of living, because it is, you can't take that out, then we're not going to become, we won't become failures because this, because, no, we already know that's true. We already know that failure is there. We just need to be comfortable with those failures as it is being a part of life. Not just in failure itself, but that failure is a part of life. It is like saying I am fat compared to I'm feeling fat today. Okay. What happens, and to sum this all up so we don't go around too foot much on it, because you want to go ahead and absorb a lot of this. Um, I just told you one of the secrets of existence. Comfort in our failures allows us to act without fear, to engage without judgment, to love without conditions. I'm going to repeat that because this should be your mantra and it's blowing things out of the water right now. Comfort in our failures allows us 
to act without fear, to engage without judgment, to love without conditions. It's that dog. It's the dog that lets the tail go, realizing that it's already a part of himself. It's the dominoes that cancels its own order to itself, realizing it's already has the pizza that it wanted. It doesn't need it. It is it. Do you see how that works? Be it. Be comfortable with the failure and the pain. Get used to it. Know it. So it doesn't hold you back. Be comfortable with it. Realize that you are it. That you are that pizza. You already have what it is that you want. And now, I'm going to go and put this podcast up, right? And I'm going to be comfortable with the fact that some people will probably hate it, hate this. And then go eat some pizza, (laughs) okay? But I'm comfortable with that. I don't want everybody to like it. I mean, how do you think it got most controversial podcast, best new controversial podcast? Not because people liked it. Because they didn't like it. Or something like that. So go fuck yourselves. And uh, get some pizza while you're at it. This is Osiris. Talk to you from Vegas. <laughs>